Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, 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 and a gracious hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you, wherever you may be, and whatever time it may be where you're hearing the sound of my voice, I thank and praise God for another chance and another opportunity to meet you in the airwaves so we can share the glory and the goodness of God. Hi, I am Elder Coilette James, and I am your host for the It's Real Radio Talk Show, and the show is... Not the show without my compadre and um, my my um, person and friends in in blessings. You know, we have friends in crime and all of that stuff. But this is my person and friend and sister in blessings, Miss Tanya Roberts. Good afternoon, madam. How are you? I'm just thanking God for such an awesome day. We've been having a lot of rain. It's not raining today. The sun is shining a little cool, but I'm just so grateful today. And just to be able to be grateful. We'll say that more as we go on, but I'm just so grateful for today, sis. Thank you. How are you, beautiful? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? I am just incredibly blessed of the Lord. That's just how I feel. I promise you. It is. um, You know, there, there are times when you're in a sphere and a place um, in God that all you can do is just say, thank you. Thank yes. you for your faithfulness. Thank you for yes. your gracious. Thank, yes. Yes. thank you for your mercy. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? That you are yes. ever yes. with me. You know, the word of God comes alive in your life when he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's where I am today. That's, that's just what I'm Amen. feeling. The, the glory and the beauty of his Amen. faithfulness. Seriously. Yeah, I'm there with you. You know, yesterday um, I had an event. I'm I'm actually home in Vegas this weekend, and I'm thankful and 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 always glad to be home. But I had an event yesterday morning that I flew home to to conduct. And then after the event, um, which was a blessing, after the event, then I got a chance to go and to meet um, and hold my number four great grandbaby. Um, who was born a week ago today, Alexis, Coy's baby girl, had a baby. And um, so it's my son's first grandson and my fourth great-grandbaby. But just to hold that baby yesterday was just an incredible feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the newness of life. It makes you appreciate, you know, what God has given. What God has given when you look into to um, the eyes of a newborn and realize, first and foremost, the miracle of birth, you know, that this little one made it here and is, you know, healthy and has all 10 fingers and and toes, you know, and he's just, he's just so precious and just a sweet, sweet spirit. It was just like, he has such a calm, peaceful spirit. And I was like, Lord, I thank you. I truly, truly thank you, you know, for life. When I think about it, Tanya, I look back over my life and I think about, you know, my humble beginnings and the fact that, you know, my family stems from me, basically, you know. Um, I I have now met um, a cousin that is part of my actual blood bloodline, uh, which is an awesome thing. We hooked up through... uh, 
my heritage DNA testing. Um, so that's a blessing. But for all of my life, here I am, 63 years old, my bloodline, as far as I knew, started with me. And to see how God has blessed um, my family unit, like I, I was that only child and I had two and they each have four and now I've got three great-grandbabies on my daughter's side and my newest great-grandbaby on my son's side. And just to see the goodness of God, girl, you know what? It, it's just the multiplicity of life is an incredible yes, thing. Yes, it is. It is an yes, it incredible is. thing. I think what's so uh, more incredible, sis, is that you're in a place where God has allowed you to not only receive it, now you're the prayer warrior for your mm. continent, everything about you, mm-hmm. and everything that mm-hmm. goes beyond you, and that he can mm-hmm. have someone as an interceder, as a, just, you know what I'm saying, team, like, our, like Mother Atkinson yeah. was, like Grandmama was to me, and Mother Atkinson, and Different people, Deontay Axon, Pastor Seneca and Pastor Deontay Axon, just as role models in our lives because we were blessed with good people. When I look back, and I think sometimes that there was no one there, and we get like that sometimes. I see people like you, mm-hmm. sis, and people that endure with me. And that's just such a blessing that you're going to be there for them, and God has allowed you to see it through all that we've gone through. So that's what's so awesome yeah. about it. Yes, yes, his true faithfulness, his true faithfulness in our lives is just, you know, you you can't, you cannot fathom what God has even kept us from knowing, you know, that was at work against us in our lives. We We look at and we are thankful for the things that we know about, but what about all the things that we don't even know about that he did not allow to materialize in our lives? And that's part of his faithfulness. That is, you know, where he has covered us and kept us and protected us and provided for us. And in the midst, this is what, and I know you can identify with this, this is what caused me to give my life to the Lord, is the fact that in the midst of my mess, you were there, okay? You kept me in the midst of my mess. My mess. You better come on and preach that that thing. You know what? I mean, it's like you can be grateful to those that stand with you in the good times, but it's those that stand with you in the bad times, okay? When you don't even want to be with you, okay? You don't even want to be bothered with you. You don't even want to be with you. Girl, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. You don't even want to be with you. Man. And the thought that God is with us at all times and knows all things, even those deep, dark secrets that you don't want nobody else to know about that happened in your life, okay? But to know that we are attached to a loving God that knows even those deep, dark secrets because he knows all and yet still loves you (laughs) and yet is still there. You know, yes. like, whoo, Jesus, hallelujah, things like yes. that. That's what bring tears to your eyes because, oh, my God, you, you love me when I didn't love me. You know, you yes. love me when I didn't want me. <laughs> right. Like, oh, right. my God. And it took me 50, oh. almost six years, Lord, for to figure it out. But you did figure it out the day I was born. You knew yes. that I was going to be here at this place where I didn't know who I was and yes. I didn't know if you truly loved me. And I knew I slipped. I knew I fell. And I please believe me. People always told me that he was there. But I had to know him for myself. And that's why that's you have it. to get that personal that's relationship. It. It's not that I didn't know him before, you guys. When I first got saved, it was strong. It was deep. Another story, another time, another show. But when you lose mm. your way, and still know mm. he loves you. Fight up. Mm. Because sometimes we're mm. raised to believing once you have fallen, that's it. There is no redemption. You yeah. heard of redemption, but when you slow like a person yeah. like me, y'all, I didn't understand redemption to the fullest. But when you say he mm. paid that price, and he loves me to fight up, he loves us fight up. And look at all of us. He wants to multiply. He said he has plans. Jeremiah 29 11. To prosper you, to love you, not to harm you, but to want you to do good things in the land. 
Yeah. And I understand yeah. that, sis. I'm just so happy for you right now with that new grandbaby. That is so, your great, oh your great God. grandbaby, your grandbaby. Great grandbaby. It's just such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, what a deep, yeah. deep, deep thing. I'm so happy for you, beautiful. And then, and then on top of that, on Friday, my husband and I celebrated our 26th wedding anniversary on our second marriage. So you better come on, just like I said. My I know you did. Uh, what on the third, right? Yes, yes, yep. yep. On the third, I was there. <laughs> Yes, she was. I remember. Her. had to send a witness. I remember. <laughs> she had to send a witness. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, don't so record this day. Okay. Um, I had the honor and the pleasure of um, conducting the ceremony, and, and what an honor it really, really was. But that leads us into our conversation for today, and our topic is accountability to our faith, accountability to our faith. And one of the reasons I wanted to to start the show off with testimonies and understanding the place that we are in the Lord, because sometimes we forget to be accountable to the faithfulness of God and to the faith we we propose that that you know we say that we have okay so often we talk faith but we don't walk faith and i know there are things that are going over in your life right now that you've got to walk this faith thing out you know you got to recognize and understand the faithfulness first and foremost of god that 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 is above all faith is his faithfulness unto us and if we allow ourselves to be held accountable to that to his faithfulness, then our faithfulness and our accountability to the faith we possess is easy because we recognize that the word of God in Romans teaches us without faith it is, it is impossible to please God because we first must believe God, believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So if we are accountable to know that the the creator of all things, who also created you, who has walked out your steps with you through the good and through the bad, through the dark and through the light, up the hill and down in the valley and all the way around, through the sickness, through the health, through every area of your life, he has yet been faithful. And for him to hold us accountable to his faithfulness is for us to know without a shadow of a doubt that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So if we are, if we recognize that and we hold true to that, then when the storms of life come, they, they shake us, but they don't break us. They don't cause us to quiver and draw back in a corner in fear. I, I was at work this past week, and this young lady, as soon as she got in the office, she came out, and she's spraying with Lysol and all these, you know, and she was like, you want me to spray your office? I said, no, my office is fine. But, you know, and she's like, did you hear? Did you hear about the virus and yada, yada, yada? I said, girl, please, I believe in Jesus. I do not, I am not going to walk and live my life in fear. Well, yeah, I understand, but, and it's like, that's what, where most people are they stop at, you know, oh, I believe, but when you say I believe, but then you have taken your accountability to believe God for his faithfulness off the table and taken it away. Has God given us wisdom? Absolutely. He has given us wisdom to, to take precautions and to do the necessary to make sure we wash our hands and, you know, and be mindful of, of how we conduct ourselves and those around us. What he did not do is give us the spirit of fear. So that we're in a corner someplace or, or locked in a room like Howard Hughes was, you know, and afraid to talk to anybody or go anywhere or speak or touch anybody or what have you. No, my God is not, that's not the God we serve. Again, he gives you wisdom. 
He gives you wisdom. He teaches you to be cautious, but not to cower in fear, not only from the, from the virus that is going around right now, but from any sickness or disease or any situation. You may have a financial problem that right now the enemy is trying to back you in the corner and uh, make you pick up the spirit of fear and cowardness and, and oh, the woe is me syndrome. But that is not the God that you serve. That is not the God that you serve, you know? And you have to get to that place. Yet though you may slay me, I will serve you. I will still believe you. Because if you take me out, you got glory even in that. So I am not going to allow myself to stand there, stand and live my life in fear. I was sharing with somebody this past week about the fact that I was in New York when 9-11 happened. And I remember um, even my daughter, because at that time my family and I, we lived in Florida, and my daughter was like, well, Mama, I because, you know, everything shut down. <laughs> like in New York, you couldn't get a car, you couldn't get a plane, you couldn't get a but you couldn't get nothing out of New York. And I was in Manhattan, so the whole island was locked down, right? So when it opened back up, I had a flight that following Monday, 9-11 was on Tuesday, I had a flight that following Monday, and I believe planes started flying again either that Saturday or that Sunday. And so um, I was on my way to the airport um, to come home, and I wasn't going to tell my husband (laughs) that I was going to get on a plane because, you know, I made my daughter, I was like, girl, don't you get on that highway trying to get up here. I'll be fine. Everything is okay. Cool, you know. And on the way to the the airport, I thought to myself, because like I said, I wasn't going to tell my husband I'm getting ready to get on a plane, but then I was like, let me put myself in his shoes. And if he was getting ready to get on a plane and did not tell me with everything that was going on, I would have been beside myself angry. So I called him in the car (laughs) on the way to the airport. And when I called him, I said, well, hey, baby, I'm coming home today. And he said, you are? He said, that's good. How you getting here? (laughs) Took a deep breath. And I said, well, um, I'm on my way to the airport. And he went off. I He went off. He's just going off, just going off, right? So I let him finish what he had to say. And then when he was done, I said, okay, baby, here's the deal. My job calls for me to travel. And what I will not do is live my life in fear. So I said, one of two things is going to happen. Either I will see you in a couple of hours or I'll see the father in a couple of hours, and I'm cool either way. And it was like there was this calmness that came over him, and he said, Okay, but it's like that that's the kind of mentality that we have to take on in the different things that we count encounter in our lives. Listen, you know I, things happen, and I can understand that fear can grip you in the mix of certain situations and and that's normal, but if you allow that fear to conduct your life and to cause you to shrink back from the things that God may have for you or call you to, then now you got a problem. Now you got a problem, okay? So it's a matter of what are you accountable to? Are you going to be hold yourself accountable to the attacks of the enemy and to the things that the enemy is going to put in your way, the things that he will even cause you to to speak over or think, you know, negatively about and and position yourself in a place where you don't give God the credence that you need to give him to see things come to fruition in the way God would have it to come? Or are you going to be accountable to the faithfulness of God who has never, never, ever, ever ceased from being faithful in our lives through it all? So, that was kind of what I wanted to put out there today because there is so much fear going on right now, and even from the saints of God. And it's like, again, the word is very clear. God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. 
And we've got to learn to embrace the faithfulness of God. If he said he didn't give you the spirit of fear, then don't gravitate to the spirit of fear. If he has said in his word, which he has, lo, I will be with you always, even until the ends of the earth, then know that he is going to be with you always through the good, the bad, the up, the down, the beautiful, and the ugly. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. So, yes, be cautious, be mindful, but not fearful, because God is God. He is yet still on the throne, and he has not thrown you away or turned his back to you. So that's, that's what I wanted to touch on. So I'm going to let you share this. Man, that was deep already and powerful, everything that you said, because I remember when you were there. And that was, like, deep, and I was in my mess at times, so it tripled it knowing that you were there. And it's like I work at a grocery store right now, and you'd be surprised the panic for the people wiping off the shelves of hand sanitizer and getting mad and just different stuff, like some people just woke up out of a bad dream and we're in a pandemic. And, yes, I'm not telling you guys that this is not serious, because I believe it is. And when you're in a grocery store and you get word from corporate, that's like getting from President Trump when they're telling you no more serving food, no more shut the meal center down, shut this down. No, you cannot wear a mask. But yet, where I am, we're still bringing the masters here with all kinds of people. But they're not going to shut the money down, but they'll shut everything else down. So all I'm saying to you is, yes, fear can grip me. And I'm thinking God right now, because it's not. I'm going through some things right now with my husband. He had not been feeling well. Doctor said one thing, another doctor said another one, and then a third doctor said something else. So at the same time, I, I believe in my heart that if even whatever it is that's going on because it's me to him, I'm going to believe for him. And a Amen. good friend of mine sent me a song from a group called Mercy Me, and the song was Even In. Mm-hmm. And the song basically mm-hmm. went on to say, if you choose to move the mountain, you will. But if you don't choose me to move this mountain, it's well with my soul. Because I have to mm. realize you're the same God that was there before. You're the same God that's going to be with me now. You said you would love me forevermore. That was a promise. Why would mm. you go back on your word now? As many times as mm. I have, and I thought you turned your back, you showed me that every time it was me turning my back because I didn't believe. Not because you couldn't. So let me say mm. something to you. Yeah. This is health right now and, and little finances here and this and that. But let me say something to you. We thank God because it's not easy. I'm not telling you this. I'm not going to tell you guys. I have never had days where I go, okay, Lord, that's it. I'm done. Hmm. I can't go no further. This is, you got to be kidding me, right? And every time when I make it to the other side, he shows me. He parted the red sea. He picked me up. He took me on the other side because mm-hmm. I was too mm-hmm. weak to walk through. So I thank mm-hmm. God for that because I'm telling you guys, oh, yeah, there's some stuff going on in my life right now. I'm going to keep it real with you. Mm-hmm. Let me say something to you right where I am right now. Again, everybody's like, you need masks? I was giving away masks, you guys. I started to store up different stuff and put it in the back because I can. Because that area, HPC mm-hmm. is fine. Basically, I run. Mm-hmm. I was able to get cough syrup and, and mask and, and, and gel and, 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 and everything. And I put it aside and the Lord said, what are you doing? I said, just mm. in case. And every time somebody <laughs> came, an elderly person, the Lord said, give it to them. And every time another person mm. came, because I didn't give to the need, to the greedy, you guys. I gave to the need. Mm-hmm. I was amen, able to finally amen. say, oh, my God, you put me in control over this? And now I'm able to mm. distribute it how you tell me to distribute it. This is awesome. And I didn't say mm. many for myself. Because you, I'm like you, sis. I believe this. I had to tell my, my man, so what are we going to do? If we're going to die, we're going to die. You know, I'm okay mm. with it. I made peace with it. If this is the way we're okay. going to go, this is the way we're going to go. And if he chooses mm. to deliver us, we're going to deliver us, regardless of the fact. And they said, you sound just like my dad. I said, well, there's another smart person out there. So come on, (laughs) you guys. Don't allow what people are saying and get caught up. I had to tell certain people, we pray pray together, you guys. And I know they're strong in Christ. 
But they were like, I'm mm-hmm. just so worried, and I'm just so upset. And I mm-hmm. had to go, are we praying and believing? Mm-hmm. God said, mm-hmm. are we going to, this, this little virus, we better hold on when it really mm-hmm. gets ugly. Because it's going to get ugly. Mm-hmm. But this virus, y'all better say thank you, Jesus, for this little tidbit. Because it's going to get crazy. Hey. He said it would. He did. I just yep. want to tell you guys, yeah, sis, I'm like you with that. I just thank God. And I told my husband, thank God for today. God is doing a new thing. Thank him for what he's doing in your life. You may not Hallelujah. like it. Hallelujah. You may not like it, but give him praise for it because he knows what he's doing. If it's to change you at such a time as this, if it's to renew you at such a time as this, if it's to revive you at such a time as this, then thank him for it. That's what I told him, baby. What you got to thank God for today? It's beautiful outside. Is that it? No, it's this. Is that it? Because we can still think of no more of things that we should thank God for. We still eat. Mm-hmm. We're not taking um, dog food and cat food. We're not there. Mm-hmm. We still got shelter. Tennessee had a mm-hmm. bad storm. Kill people. You weren't yes. in that number. People so much to thank God yes. for. We praying for them. Yes. Look yes. at we had storms down here since flooding. It could have been worse than that. You could have been on the news yep. this morning. Your whole neighborhood. I've seen houses wiped out on one side and the other side. They didn't. God was showing his power. Mm-hmm. Don't you tell me what mm-hmm. I can't do. These houses are going to stand. Mm-hmm. These coming down. He mm-hmm. tore us everything. Okay, everybody going, okay, that wasn't God. Okay, you can say it however you want to. Let me say it the way mm-hmm. I want to. I tell people all the time, I love you. It don't matter what you are. I'm going to love you. I don't have to love exactly what you do, and you ain't got to love exactly what I do because I'm not perfect. But I love you. Do you what I'm going to do me. But one thing, let's come to an agreement of what God said he wants, what Jesus said he wants of us. Let us come to that agreement. And it'll be all right. Amen? Mm -hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Yes, ma'am. You know, we, you, you, couple of really important points you made that, you know, God will give you authority in order for you to be in a position to bless others. And that's what I heard with what you were saying, because, you know, you thought you were stacking up for something else, but it was so that God could bless who he needed to bless through you. And that's amazing. It's amazing because when you think about it and you hear it is the elderly that's the hardest hit by different viruses, not just this virus, but different viruses. When the flu season is at its worst, you know, it's the elderly that suffers. When it's just the winter season is here and it's super, super cold, it is the elderly that suffer. When it's summertime and it gets super, super hot, again, it's the elderly that suffers. And normally it is because the elderly in America is not taken care of the way that they're taken care of in other countries. In America, for you to live past a certain age is almost a curse to you because you know, the government ain't really trying to help you. That little money they give you a month, they know you can't live off of it. Okay. That. Not in a They don't even take manner. good care of Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, families, families in America, a lot of them, I won't even say the majority, but a lot of them are so caught up in their selfish motives that they don't have time to care for their mothers, their fathers, their grandparents. You know, it's a a hardship to them if they got to go and do something for, for a senior member of their family, which is Absolutely, incredibly crazy to me. I'm like, that's beyond me. <laughs> that that is really beyond me because you know you forget that if you keep living, you're gonna be right there where they are. <laughs> you know, you better come like, on. Okay, that makes no sense. But you know, this is the society in which we live in in this country. And so, for God to put you in a position to be a blessing to the elderly that don't have the means to go and to do what some of the rest of us have the means to do, you know, is incredible. And and the fact that you were unselfish in what you were doing, because like you said, you didn't even hold it back for yourself. But that is 
part of the beauty of the accountability to the faithfulness of God because you know others may not understand, as you said, when you're talking to people, they may not understand your stand in the Lord. That young lady looked at me like I had two hairs. I was like, I serve Jesus, you know, and she looked at me, well, yeah, but no, 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 but, (laughs) no, but. See, I know in whom I believe. I know who's going to take care of me. You can wear all the masks you want to all day long. You can put all the gloves on, be suited and booted all you want to, but if there is something that is going to get to you, it's going to get to you. So you better recognize and understand, no, I trust God, okay? That is to whom I put my trust in. I don't, I'm not trusting in vaccines. I'm not trusting in the medical profession. I believe in the medical profession. Profession, Please don't get me wrong. I believe that God has ordained medicine to assist, but never to take his place, never to get to the point where you're so caught up in the medicine that you forget. You know, it wasn't the medicine that created your body. And guess what? If God say now is the time, that medicine ain't going to save you. It's not going to keep you. You better know into whom you believe. You better know and recognize in what governs and guides your life. Because, see, I, I know for a fact when I leave this earth realm, it's because daddy said come home. It ain't going to be for no other reason. The enemy can't take me out. Man can't take me out because I don't fear man. I fear the one that can take not only my life but my very soul. Okay, I'm not worried about man. I'm not worried about all this other crap that's out there. Will I be cautious? Yes, because God has given me a spirit of wisdom, but I will not entertain that. It's not going to happen. I thought about it. It's like, okay, think about this, Tanya. Everywhere you go, you got to touch something. You got to touch a door. You got to touch a handrail. You got to touch something. If you go out to eat, you don't know who touched your dishes. You don't know who's cooking your food. You know what I'm saying? You go to the grocery store where you work at. You don't even know who stocked the shelf in the grocery store. If you start to really get into that paranoia, girl, please, you really will be Howard Hughes locked up in a room with all that money and couldn't do nothing. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not going to live my life in fear. I refuse. And nobody else should. And I know it's not because I know in whom I believe. That's why I can say that. I can say that with perfect peace because I know in whom I believe. And if you are still that worried about it, I encourage you, break out the 91st Division of Psalms and read it day and night. Okay, because he will protect you from the snare of the flower. He will hide you under his shadow. Okay, I learned that song before I even gave my life to the Lord. You better know in whom you believe. That's all I can say. Amen. Serious. Amen, sis. I'm there on board with you. And I thank God for that word. I'm telling you guys, it's time. You're going to go to the word. It's time to go to your knees. It's time to find that time in prayer. Early in the morning, where mm-hmm. you got to find it. Sometimes it's at the most opportune moment, I thought. And then God said, come mm-hmm. and kneel down. I have to kneel down. I'm walking mm-hmm. out the door getting ready to go to work, and he say, kneel down. I'm kneeling down. You know, I, you know what I told him? You are time. So I know I won't be late because yes. I need to take this moment with you. Exactly. So I need you to slow it exactly. down for me. So I can take this moment with you. And he does. I always seem to make it to work on time before time. Mm-hmm. And, it's that, and, I, and I get it now. It's not easy, no. You know, it's so amazing. I tell people, the very things that will irritate you and upset you about someone, when God gives them a death sentence, you look at it differently then. It don't matter. And then when God takes that mm-hmm. away and, and give it another, I mean, allow Forgive me, y'all, and, and somebody else give it another, then you still look in and say, you know what? It still ain't worth it. It's about moments and time. It's about loving people. Stop tripping, you guys. Man, if you are still holding grudges from a year ago, you need Jesus. If you are still mm-hmm. lost in what you were going through last year, 2019, 
you need Jesus too. If you mm-hmm. are just still worried, sick, and this coronavirus got got you running scared, you need Jesus. Because you better know one thing. I told people at work, didn't he tell the woman to put the blood of the lamb on the doorpost so when the angel of death came through, he would know who had chosen him and death would not come to him? You better, somebody better put the blood of the lamb, and that's in the name of Jesus, above your doorpost. So when death passes Mm -hmm. by, you tell death that they can't come in. Did he not also say Amen. that if a plague comes, it will not come nigh thy dwelling place because I did not Thank send you. it? And if Thank he you. did not send it, he will give us the authority and the power to be able to cast it out in the name of Jesus? Yeah. Y'all have been yes, on this show girl. with me, and y'all know my weak point. Y'all know I've had some low points. But now I'm like, Mm-mm. Thank you, Jesus, for that knuckle shit of all. Not letting me fall into fear. Spider up, I'm looking at my husband saying, you're going to live and shall not die. Don't forget that trip we got to take. Now, what was you saying hey. about um, where we going to go next? And you got to understand, you got to have a vision. And you're going to have to trust God. You're going to have to tell God that no matter what you're doing in this season, Lord, I may not like it, but don't do it without me. That's where I am. Hallelujah. Don't do it without me. And you said to live mm-hmm. means you have to die. I just ask the Lord in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. you let it be quick. Because I'm not trying mm-hmm. to wrestle with this thing. Because one thing I know, you showed me your glory many a times before. Yes. And I know your glory exists. And your honor. Above all names, you deserve to be honored and glorified. Yes. I should have been dead several times. But he kept mm. me fight up. Yeah. Now, no matter how yeah. much you messed up again, get on your knees and ask God for whatever time you have left because you don't know, only he does. Allow it to be for his glory and not your own. And I promise you, you will live out your days happy. I'm not telling you it's easy to do, mm. but if you practice it every day, I'm sure you can get into it. Just like I've had to do. Amen. Amen. Without doubt, without doubt, you know. And sometimes that's what it takes, Tanya. Sometimes we have to look back and see where God has brought us from so that we, we do not walk in the spirit of fear. What we, if we look back, okay, we don't want to get stuck in the past, but if we look back and can recognize the blessing that God has been to our lives, then that encourages us and it gives us the strength to say, you know what, you, you kept me in the midst of this, you blessed me in the midst of that. You didn't leave me when I did such and such. You know, even when everybody else turned their back on me, you were yet faithful unto me. Lord God, why would I think that you're going to leave me now? Why would I think that you would just turn me over to the devices of the enemy? See, that's the enemy's device, pandemonium. It's the enemy's device to try and to get you to forget the power and the might of the God that you serve. We even forget that he has stationed warring angels round about our dwelling, okay? And here's the key. When we think about our dwelling, we're thinking about a house or a physical being. No, sweetheart, your dwelling is a body in which you live in because you are, in essence, a spirit housed in this body. To keep, you, to keep you and to give you an ability to operate legally in this earth realm. So if he stations angels, ministering spirits around your dwelling, that means that nothing is going to come nigh you. I'm telling you, get into that 91st division of Psalms if you Amen. are walking in fear about anything, about anything, and trust in the that what God says is truth. It's truth. And he said, he promised. So, you know, we here, here, here's, here's one of the things that I really want to drive home. We're so busy running around looking for blessings. And Lord, bless me. And we're praying the prayer of Jabez. Bless me indeed, oh God. Bless me, bless me, bless me. That's, that's our, our stock thing in prayer. Bless me to do this. Bless me to do that. Bless me, bless me, bless me. And you know why we're praying those prayers? 
because we don't recognize and understand who we really are in him, that we truly are heirs and joint heirs to the throne. You better come okay. on. Come on. Come we on. don't realize who we are because if we did, we would stop running around talking, my Lord bless me here, Lord bless me there, and we would recognize and understand that God cut a blood covenant to be our God and for us to be our on. people, his people. Okay, and the blessings are a byproduct of that covenant. He has made multiple promises that are in line to that covenant. And on his side, he will never break covenant with you. You better come on. We get off, okay? And we do all kind of manner and craziness out there. But God, God is a God of his word. Did he not say he was not like man? or the son of man that he should lie, if he said it, would he not do it? You better come on. Would he not make it good? Would he not make it good? So that's what I'm saying, you know, in being accountable to the faithfulness of God. That's where you hold your standard at. You believe God. You believe God. You don't believe the panic. You don't believe the pandemonium. You don't believe the the things to get your focus off track. You believe God to be who God said he is. Believe him. Believe him. Believe him. You know, my daughter, bless her heart, my daughter has MSNBC on all day long. I looked at her and I said, I don't even know how you do that. That just is, I can't, (laughs) I can't. The news that I need to hear and that I need to know about, I read about in the Word. That was the good news of his promises to keep me in the midst of it all, okay? So as long as I know the good news, all that other news out there, I, I can choose to allow to affect me or not. Should we be up and, and know about current events? Yep. Again, because like I've been saying all of this show, hey, he has given us wisdom. He's given us the spirit of wisdom. He has given us the spirit of discernment. He has given us the ability to know what is and is not of him. That's the news you need to be happy about, okay? But all this other stuff that they they bombard you with all this sensationalism, with all this literal panic, pandemonium, rhetoric, okay, to make sure that you are kept in that state of fear. Mm-mm, I refuse. I'm sorry, I refuse because I know God. I believe God. God has shown himself mighty in my life for all 63 of these years. So, uh-uh, nope, I am not going to entertain the spirit of fear. Whatever it is, God, you knew before it came, <laughs> Okay. You knew what was going to happen before it had ability to raise its other head. I trust you. You know, and wait a minute. Let me give you some more good news. The word of God says God will even give you a way of escape. (laughs) Okay? From temptations, he will give you a way of escape. So if you are tempted to buy into the pandemonium that's going on out there in the world, He has given you a way of escape. What is that way? Your accountability to his faithfulness. Lord, I believe you. I don't care who said what. Okay, thank you. Thank you for letting me know. Now, I still believe God. Okay? Thank you for, for, you know, warning. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But guess what? I still believe God. I still believe God. No matter what, I'm going to believe God. Okay, because I have been into so many situations that I know Colette didn't get herself out of because there was no way. I've had too many guns pulled on me and clicked in my face that did not kill me. Thank you, Jesus. I believe God. Okay? I know. I know in whom I believe because I know to whom I belong. That's the key. Know in whom you Amen. believe because you know in whom you belong. Amen. And I Amen. am a child. Sis, you know what? Something came to me while you were speaking, and I thank God for that, because um, as I always heard, iron sharpens iron, and that's definitely the fact. But the Lord said to me, if you were a baby just born, or a one-year-old, or a two-year-old, you would not understand 
what was really going on. All you can do is trust the one that's over you to take care of you. Babies, newborns, babies, one, two, three, four, year, five-year-olds, they don't understand fear because they, hopefully if they're in a healthy environment, they only can believe the ones that are taking care of them. It was no different than the father taking care of us. You have Amen. to believe the one who was always taking care of you. I'm never, he never told you it would be ups and downs. And normally when they have, it's been by your bad decisions, not his. I'm a living with him. Hmm. He doesn't not allow things to come into your life to hurt you or to harm you, but to better you and to prosper you. I didn't get that. How can you take somebody I love and you say you want to prosper me? And then after the person's hmm. gone, a year or two down the road, now all the wisdom that God allowed them to love me and pour out in me is coming forth in my life right now. All the elements of Christ and all the goodness that Mother Atkinson sold into my life and the prayers that she prayed are coming to pass. When she told me that she sold over a million something dollars one time on the telephone, I was like, what? She's like, I may not be here to see it, but I'm going to see it come forth. Well, she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Even in you, you're a product. And Pastor Atkins and her son and, and her children and, and me as well, we have been million-dollar products of her prayer, her mercy, and her grace. So I'm so grateful, you guys. Absolutely. I don't, I'm not panicking right now. I don't. You know, I, I'm not going to tell you I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, I want you to keep your immune system built up. I want you to do this, vitamin C, elderberry, do that. And I have been. A couple of times, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I was like, oh, my God. And my spirit say, don't you let that come in and tell you that's what it is. You're mm-hmm. tired. Rest tonight. Get some rest. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And the Lord was like, don't you let that. This is time to be silent. Amen. It's time to get with me and be alone. And I'm so grateful. Mm. And listen to his voice, you guys. No, he did mm-hmm. not do this. He did not make this. He did not cause us nope. to come upon the earth. Nope. nope. Come on, open up your eyes and, and ask mm. God to allow you to see him. I keep praying, Lord, open up the, the eyes of my heart because I want to see you. Mm. I want to see you. Amen. And he shows me. And like you said, this Psalms 91, he brought that to pass. So I'm so grateful hmm. we're on the same path, the same track, and I'm praying for everyone else to do the same. Amen? Amen. Amen. It is just, you know, I I am, I think about my first 33 years on this planet, or 32 years before I came to know the Lord, and though I knew of him, I did not know him in the manner of which I can say I know him today, but I'm so grateful for those first 32 years because it gives me um, a comparison, you know, because those first 32 years I listened to man. You know, I I allowed the dictates of man to govern my thoughts and my walk to the place of embitterment within inside myself you know, where I became an embittered person because of the actions and the things that man did and said, and it hardened my heart. Once I became acquainted with the true love of God and the fact that I am loved and that there is nothing that can separate me from his love, then life took on a whole new meaning. I I promise you, I encourage you, go to um, Romans 8, the last three or four verses, where it talks about that nothing, neither death nor nor life, nor height, nor width, nor nor sickness, nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God. When you understand that and how incredibly deep the love of God goes and how the, it's, and I understand so vividly the more that I live that why he allows the reference to be made to him as a father. Because a father is that one that provides for the family. A father is that covering for the family. A father is that protector of the family. A father is that affirmer of the family. Okay, and so when you when you can see God through those 
qualities, then multiply what you see by infinity because he is infinitely greater than anything that you could fathom. Then you recognize and understand, I don't have a worry in the world. You know, I may allow worry to jump up and to grip me. I even allow complaints to jump up and to grip from time to time. But I'm so grateful and so thankful for that light bulb going off when that stuff tries to come and invade my peace because that's what it will do. If you allow the cares and the concerns of this world to come in, it will invade your peace. Then you recognize and understand why Timothy said that a soldier does not entangle himself in the ways of the world that he may please that one that called him to be that soldier. You got to understand the word of God is literal as well as symbolic. It is literal. And when you can see it as being literal, you can understand, oh, okay, I got it. Because, God, you called me to your army. I didn't ask. I definitely didn't enlist, okay? Because if I didn't know those spiritual battles would be what they were, it would be, you know, you kind of think, oh, I would have probably ran the other way. I would have been that Dodge drafter, okay, trying to find a, a land or a country somewhere I could go to avoid the draft. But at the same time, you go, but you know what, God, had I not been drafted, think about this, because God said, I called you. You didn't call me. I called you. Okay? Many are chosen. Few are called. I called you into my presence. I called you into my sphere of atmosphere. I called you into my army. I called you into my kingdom. I called you to be my ambassador. I chose you, and I called you, and I made sure that your calling was elect. And I did that because I knew that in the end, you may fall, but you're not going to stay down. You're going to allow me to extend my right hand and lift you back up. You're going to allow me to hold you up with my left. You're going to allow me to be who I need to be so that you can fulfill the purpose in which I created you. That's why I called you. And when you start to get into that place in God, then it's like, you know what? Okay. I know. If you you be like Paul was on that ship, y'all, y'all don't have to worry because God told me I had to go to Rome. So we're going to get to the other side, storm and no storm. Don't worry about it. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right because there's a call on my life. And he told me where I needed to go. He told me where he wanted me to declare his word. So he's going to make sure I'm going to get to where he called me to go. And guess what? Because I'm here with you, he's going to take you with me. Amen. Amen. You got to get to that place. You got to get to that place that you Amen. are accountable, accountable to the faithfulness of God. You hold yourself accountable to the faithfulness of God, not to the fears and the cares of this world, but you hold yourself accountable to the faithfulness of God. Go ahead, sis. Nothing says I just have to be the amen crowd right now because everything <laughs> you're saying is powerful. And I just believe the amen, the word amen means it's done. And I believe the words are powerful, mm-hmm. and I have to speak that over a couple of people. Stop speaking that because it's powerful right now. And if you guys mm-hmm. remember several, mm-hmm. several, several shows ago, the Lord told me to be careful what you say out your mouth because your words are powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's not yep. to say all yep. have yep. not been. But I thank God in my ignorance of speaking out a lot of things that I was angry in my dismayed in my fear mm-hmm. in my everything that he read past. He read mm-hmm. Braille in my life. When I was silent, mm-hmm. he read Braille. When I could not see, he read Braille. When I was fearful, he mm-hmm. read Braille. And when I was uncertain, wow. he read Braille. He read everything about me to keep me. Such a time as this, you guys. I thank God, I'm telling you, he's keeping my husband. He's given us, for me, a new respect and a new honor that I never even thought that was in me, that I felt in my heart that I lost a long time ago, and that started from being molested. Mm. So mm. I thank God for what he's doing. 
I thank God for what he's manifesting in this time to get us to wherever mm. we have to go to get it right, to be right. Yeah. So when he comes, but I'm still burning the oil, and then when he comes for me, I will be able to go, and it's well with my soul. And it's not, yeah. please don't lose what the enemy is trying to do. He's throwing all this stuff up to throw you blindsided, to say, where is your God? Mm. If you can't go nowhere in the Bible, go to Psalms right now. If you can't do anything else, believe that he's brought you through and he'll bring you through again. I'm just praying yeah. that you guys, again, ask God to open up the windows of your heart so you can see him. Because even in this mess mm. and the demons that are speaking in authority right now, in Congress right now, and you guys better pay attention to what's going on. You better pay I'm attention to who you're voting for. You better pay attention mm. to what you're putting your name on. You better pay attention because all this was designed for his very elect to be fooled. Because if we're fooled, we can't yeah. pray. If we fool, we can't, we can't, we can't, what is that? Since we can't intervene. If we fool, we can't intercede. If we're fearful, right. then we're over here being so fearful, we can't pray when the enemy really comes in to attack. That's See right. what God That's is right. doing in this season, you guys. I know it's not easy. Please, it's not easy for me. And I know I'm not the sharpest iron in the block of a knife. But I'm not the dumbest, and God still watch over me. Amen, amen. He will amen. protect you and care for you if you believe in him. In Jesus' name, I love you for that moment. So thank you. Girl, I, I used to say it all the time that people said, it wasn't the word, but people said that God takes care of babies and fools. I was like, ooh, I'm so thankful because what a fool I was out there. I'm serious. I'm you better so come serious. on. Yeah. Man, please. God has been good. He has been very, very good. We're down to the last two minutes of the show, sis. I'm going to ask you to pray over the people and bind that spirit of fear that has attacked, it's attached itself to the body of Christ in this hour. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I believe that once I plead the blood, that all strings and cords and bondages are broken, chains and handcuffs, and everything else of the mental mind, stability of the heart and the soul. I'm praying in the name of Jesus that your power, your Shekinah glory, rain down on us, Father God. Help us with our unbelief. Help us with our fear. Help us for that moment of being stagnated. Help us, Lord, right now. We need you. We're crying out to you. And I believe it before I even prayed it that you were going to answer. I believe it before I even prayed it that you were reign. I believe it before I even prayed it that you're in control. I believe it before I prayed it that you are Lord God Almighty. And there is none else. Let us soar to the mm. top of the hill, Father God, and hide thee. And the shadows of the wings of the Almighty. And keep us in this time, Father God, of what the enemy is trying to tell us is the end. It is never the end for us. We keep living on and on in your glory. In Jesus' name, protect us with your power. And plead the blood of all of our families, our loved ones, our loved ones, and our children's children, our children's children's children, our even our enemies. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, I thank you for that, sis. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. And I just, you know what, it, it is such an honor and a, a privilege just to, to share um, this platform with you because of your sincerity in the Lord. And I, I, I reverence um, your stand in God and what I see, the growth and the, the maturity that God has done in your life in the midst of all that's going on. So I just wanted to let you know um, that I appreciate you. I absolutely appreciate oh, you. I love you, beautiful. I thank God for all the words that you've spoken over me in the beginning of the show. And I thank God for the words that he allowed you to speak into my life so they can manifest right now. I thank God for the people that you've allowed me to connect with. Apostle and his beautiful wife and different people. I thank God for you, mm-hmm. and I love you, and I thank God for this journey. I never thought I would say that to God. Please believe me. The enemy is trying to tell us that this is the end, but I'm saying, devil, you a lie. This is the beginning. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, I love mm-hmm. you, sis. You and your family be blessed. Amen. And that beautiful. Thank beautiful you as well. As well. Amen. Amen. Well, you guys have an incredible week. 
to God be the glory. Do not walk in the spirit of fear, but of in love and power and of a sound mind. Be cautious, be careful, but know in whom you believe and who leads you and guides your footsteps. Trust God. Read Psalms 91, trust the Lord, and have an incredible week in the Lord. And Lord willing, we will see you same God time, same God channel next week. God bless you. Amen. I love you guys. Love you, sis. Love you. I love you too. Let's keep it real.